Macy's said yesterday that it plans to close 150 of its stores. According to CNBC, after sales fell another 2% in the most recent quarter and after releasing another tepid outlook on 2024, Macy's plans to close about 150 unproductive locations and will step up investments in the approximately 350 namesake locations that will remain open, with 50 of the 150 stores set to close this year. It plans to focus more on selling luxury goods by opening about 15 new Bloomingdale stores and at least 30 uh, new Blue Mercury stores over the next three years. It will also plan to remodel roughly 30 of the Blue Mercury stores during that time. The company is also pressing ahead with its strategy of opening smaller Macy stores and suburban strip malls. Last year, it announced it would open 30 of the new strip mall shops over the next two years. Those locations are roughly one-fifth of the size of the traditional Macy's mall stores. And Chris, um, this is a big headline, first of all. Everybody's yes, talking about this. Quite big, quite big. Yes. Everybody's talking about this in detail. Um, but also, AM wants to know what your thoughts are. They're going to put you on the spot right now in question number one. All right. They, they want to know, uh, Macy's CEO's comments are interesting despite the very rough year-over-year performance numbers. However, while Macy's says their customers want to shop more in digital channels and smaller format stores, given Macy's digital channel declines, do you think it is that customers want to shop less in brick-and-mortar locations or do they just want to shop less in Macy's brick and mortar location? The floor is yours. Oh, oh, oh wow. Shots fired in him. Oh, yeah. God. Oh my God. Oh man. Ouch. Better them than me. Uh, wow. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I hate to say it, but it's definitely the latter part of that, that question. Like that's what I think is going on here. I, I took agree. a lot of heat yesterday and um, on social media, I reposted an article I wrote back in January 10th. 2019 mm -hmm. saying that department stores and calling out Macy's in particular were dead. And I took a lot of heat for that because people were accusing me of taking a victory lap, but I wasn't, I was really saying it just to highlight the fact of, yeah, you might think these moves are bold and they might mm -hmm. be necessary, but I don't think they're enough. And I think our nostalgia is still getting the better of us as an industry. As we look at this, like, I don't think this is anything to applaud. I think what it shows me is what we've talked about a lot on the show, which I think it's time to split these apart. It's time mm -hmm. to die divest the assets, like do something different with Bloomingdale's, do something different with Blue Mercury, take it away from Macy's. It reminds me of, it reminds me of what, what, what Target went through back when it owned Marshall Fields and Mervyn's. Like, yeah, yes, they're all right. retailers, but like, what is the benefit of keeping them all together? I don't see what that is anymore. And I think yeah. that's what this announcement is emblematic of the most. And the small store thing, we've talked about that a ton too. Like, you know, why do I need a smaller department store? That's that's the whole point of a department store. It's a bigger selection of products. And like, yeah. then you start going and just becoming another specialty retailer. So like, why is that a road to anywhere as well? So I don't know. But what do you think? I mean, are you sharing the same sentiment that I am? Yeah, I mean, I think there's like, there's a couple key points here. First, I think I like the move into luxury and I like the investment in yes. Mercury. So I think you're spot on with saying like, those are the areas to focus on. I worry a little bit that this could be like, we're moving to smaller format. We're just going to put Bloomingdale's signs on reconfigured Macy's stores. And that doesn't get at the core problem that you have as Macy's. And that's your merchandising. Like the store experience is so awful right now. Like it's a, it's just, it's not someplace that people want to go. It's not where they can accomplish things. Um, there's no inspiration happening there because the majority of the stores are just like, 
digging through piles and piles of stuff. So I think, you know, we have to, something drastic had to be done. So I'm not surprised to hear that Tony Springs doing this. I'm excited to hear him on stage at shop talk in a couple of weeks, because hopefully we'll hear from his mouth directly, like how things are going. But yeah, I think, I think to really differentiate, like you said, like there's a lot that Macy's is going to have to do. And I, I just, I, I don't have any, any like love lost if Macy's just went away. I don't know that the majority of the consumers in the market do either. I don't know. Yeah, that's a great point too, because we've talked about this on the show a lot too. Every every change to a business model has a cost. And that's the part right. that's still not being talked about. Like they can flippantly say they want to put more service into the existing Macy's boxes, but that's going to cost you money. And so, yeah, maybe getting rid of the storage will save you money in the short term to help do that. But for the long term, that's still a big issue. And it's still a big, big issue you're going to have to pay for to upgrade the service level in those stores. So yeah, I don't, I just don't see how this works.